0: This is Come and See by Father Ron Baird for January 30th, 2011. The Gospel is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. The message is by Mother Nancy Stanton. I said something last week about how sometimes sermons get changed very quickly, Well, the sermon this morning got changed very quickly, and I'm not sure why, because I worked a lot of hours on the one I had prepared, but we can't pull it up on the computer. So we're just going to let the Holy Spirit do the Holy Spirit's thing. The um, verses from Micah have a very special meaning for me when I graduated from seminary, this was the um, the book that was read from the Old Testament, and it was my job to read it, and I have thought many, many times and um, prayed many, many times about what what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean to to do mercy. Um, What does it mean to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? If we start backwards, let's start with walking humbly. Does that mean that we walk in humility? Does that mean that We listen to what God says, and then we humbly do what he's telling us. To love kindness. The word for kindness in Hebrew is a very weak word. And one wonders why it's a weak word, because kindness is such a strong thing for us to do to love justice. Working in the justice system for a number of years, I became very much aware of the fact that if the justice system works, it works very well. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work at all. And people are very badly hurt by what happens when it doesn't work. And then when we put that with the lessons that we've known, most of us, I think, since childhood of the Beatitudes. How does that work together? One of the things about the Beatitudes, I think, when we read them, we don't realize that it plays back and forth with the future and with the present. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Today, will they be comforted as they're in pain? As we're going through this time in our lives, in our country, and in the countries around the world, one of the things that we see is that there is unrest, there is uncertainty everywhere. In Egypt this morning, I saw on the computer that there were some people that broke into the museum in Cairo and they ripped off the heads of some of the mummies that had been there for thousands of years. Why? Why was it necessary to go in and to destroy ancient... Antiquities that have been there for so, so many years and so important, really, to the story of humankind. We have a priest that is an Anglican priest who is in Cairo at this point in time. He's with the bishop, and I ask you to keep him in your prayers. His name is Drew. <clears throat> and the last that I was told about him. I got a call on Friday from Father John Jordan, and John said that they got through to him on Thursday night but have not been able to get through to him since then. And John said he would call me if they heard anything else. Drew was um, one of Noah Townsend's um, roommates when he was going through um, seminary, and um, just a very bright, brilliant young man, and was sent to be one of the assistants to the, to the bishop because of that. So please keep him. He's from St. Luke's Parish in Akron. When we look around the world, we see so many people that are poor in spirit, We see so many people that are mourning. My downfall in life is to watch Oprah Winfrey. Um, I have found that with Oprah, I've been able to teach a lot of things to a lot of people in the way that she says things. But this week, she had a program on about how many people we have lost in the war against terrorism. And we've lost over 5,000 soldiers. And her comment was that we don't realize what's going on and how desperately bad it is unless we have someone that we know that is actually fighting in the war. And I thought about that, and I thought, I don't know anyone. I don't know a soul that's over there. Do any of you? You do. It means so much more to you than it does to those of us who who don't have any idea we don't have anyone there. One of the most shocking statistics that she said was every week, Another row is being opened up in Arlington Cemetery for those that are being shipped back home to be buried every week. Now, those of you who have been to Arlington know those rows are long. Just blows my mind every week. And those are not the only people that are fighting the war. But we have the parents we have the siblings. We have those that are wives and children of those who are, and husbands of those who are there fighting. And they are all mourning. And how are they being comforted? Are we taking the time to comfort them? For most of us, I have to say, I'm not. One of the things that they talked about on that program was Blue Star Mothers and Gold Star Mothers. I remember that from other wars. But do we have anyone in here that's a Gold Star Mother? A Blue Star Mother? We just seem to be oblivious, and yet... These people are losing their lives for our freedom, for our fight against terrorism, for us not to have another 9-11 happen. And I think we need to be more aware of what's going on in the world today so that we can, if nothing else, and it's very important that we do this, but if nothing else, pray for those who are living through this in whatever way they're, they're going through it. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. What does that mean? Blessed are the meek. I think it means that we don't need to be in control, that God's in control, and we need to realize that God is in control of the earth, and we need to walk humbly with him. And yet, I don't think we are very meek. I think we we want to. Tell people how to do it, how it should be. We don't even want to ask God what his idea is, but we want to talk about what our ideas are. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Is that what's happening in Egypt today? Are they hungering and thirsting for righteousness? To some extent, I think that's exactly what's happening. But what about the looters? What about those who are tearing things apart? What does the Lord require of us but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God? I don't think he requires us to tear heads off of mummies and try to tear up buildings and set them on fire. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Are we merciful in our day-to-day life? Do we remember to see Jesus in everyone we meet? Because he's there. In every single person we meet, even those we don't like. Jesus is there. Are we merciful Scripture tells us that if we have someone that doesn't like us, we're supposed to pray Pray for them. Pray for them. That would certainly be much more merciful than doing hateful things towards them. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Every time I read that one, I wonder if any of us will ever make that. Can any of us ever say that we are totally pure in heart? I'd like to, but I can't claim that. But yet, that's where Jesus comes in, doesn't he? Jesus comes in to see that we are pure in heart, to see that we're forgiven, to see that we are covered with those sins that we have committed blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account you know in this country i don't think very many of us have ever had that situation, have we? But when we were at the last conference, in, um, at the last Cana conference, one of the people that they had as a speaker was a person who talked about what it's like to live in a country where Muslims hate Christians. And one of the things that he talked about in his talk was the fact that this is quickly happening in the United States. Now that's really a problem, isn't it? If they hate us and they revile us, and yet we are to love them, we are to see Jesus in each one of them, Will that make a difference? If we love kindness towards people who hate and revile us, if we do justice towards them, will that make a difference? The Beatitudes. are very teaching and very confusing. If we look at them and we put them into a present tense, it makes a whole lot of difference because it says that then we are living in the kingdom of God. And that this isn't something that's going to come in the future, but it's going to be today. That heaven is today. That we are living in heaven. Sure doesn't seem like it sometimes, does it? Sometimes it seems very painful. Paul says the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? It's a good question. It's a good question. Where is the debater of this age? Are we living in an age where we know that Jesus is with us, that God is with us, and that we are walking humbly with our God? Blessed are, blessed are. Blessed are those who pray. Blessed are those who love one another. Blessed are those who forgive one another. Blessed are those. who are able to live in a time of unrest and yet pray for those who are causing the unrest as well as for those who aren't? Are we praying for those who are the terrorists? Are we praying for those who we are afraid of, that we're sending young men and women over to fight against so that we're safe? Are we praying for those who are fighting, or do we forget? Do we forget? The message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Blessed are. Blessed are the peacemakers, where they will be called the children of God. What are peacemakers? You can look at that in so many different ways. You can look at peacemakers as those who are we're over there in Egypt right now that are fighting to get Mubarak out of office. You can look at peacemakers who refuse to fight and look at peacemakers in so many different ways. But basically, peacemakers are what the Lord does require of us. Peacemakers are those who do justice, who love kindness, and who walk humbly with our God. If we walk humbly with our God, we're going to hear what he says, aren't we? If we walk humbly with our God, we're going to know what to pray for and how to pray. If we walk humbly with our God, we're going to feel it peace down deep inside of each of us. Blessed are the peacemakers. If we who are called children of God, take the time every single day of our lives to just do those three things to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God. We will be blessed. We will be blessed more than we can even imagine. Blessed are each of you. Amen. You have been listening to Come and See by Father Ron Baird. Come and See is a production of St. Andrew's Church in Lewis Center, Ohio. St. Andrew's is also available online at www.standrewspolaris.org. Please join us again when we invite you to Come and See.